The Crotchety Old Man Podcast is not a registered investment, legal, or tax advisor, or a broker-dealer. All investment financial opinions expressed by or on the Crotchety Old Man Podcast are from the personal research and experience of the owner of the site and are intended as educational material. Although best efforts are made to ensure that all information is accurate and up-to-date, occasionally unintended errors and misprints may occur. Before you invest or make any investment-based decisions, consider your own personal circumstances. You should do your own research and seek advice from a financial professional. Again to Thirsty Thursday with the Crotchety Old Men podcast. Joining me in the studio today are my cohorts, Paul Clemens and George Crumley. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, how you doing? Doing all I can and the easy ones twice. Hello. It's great being with you guys on Thursday. You know, I look forward to this every Thursday to share some information and some knowledge. And uh, I'm really looking forward to today's show because, you know, we've been talking about uh, finances uh, thus far, but, you know, we started thinking that if, if you've got money, but you don't have your health, you know, is that money really important? And I think most people would say no. So here again, it's very important that you take care of yourself. And uh, so what we thought we'd do today is let Paul uh, share some wisdom and uh, um, give us some information about uh, good health. Well, as you guys know, and, and for the rest of the audience, I'm, I'm a board-certified holistic doctor. So what does that mean? That means that um, I, uh, I operate within the confines of, of, of health and wellness on a holistic level. So um, what, is, what, is, what is holistic medicine? Uh, holistic medicine is the practice of... Um, discovering where disease is on four platforms. We have four platforms that we exist on. One is the spiritual, the other one is the mental, you've got the emotional platform, and then also your physical platform, okay? And anywhere in any one of those platforms, if they're out of order, it creates disease. And disease usually shows up in the physical platform. So usually when you look when we look at disease, we look at disease in terms of of where it's originating because we want to get to the root cause. Okay. Um, so that's that's basically what holistic medicine and then basically what we use as we as we look at the four platforms, we look at natural ways how to bring those platforms back in order. So let's say for instance, um, if you've had something that's wrong with you and you understand what it is, uh, it could be anywhere from music in a certain key uh, that we're talking about vibrational uh, vibrational health now. We could be talking about herbs, exercise, any a number of things that are going to bring you back to healing. All good information, Paul. And as you can see uh, for our listening audience, as, as the crotchet old man that we've done before, we 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 ask questions. We answer our own questions. We don't necessarily have to have somebody else <laughs> ask some questions. Well, that's how you get to be crotchety old men. See, exactly. exactly. So for our audience out there, get used to that. We ask and answer our own questions. <laughs> you know, I'm, heard, I'm sorry. 
No, go, go ahead. ahead. Gary, okay. go ahead. I heard that, you know, they say health is your wealth. And so um, to that end, Paul, with the holistic approach, how does that affect in terms of those, you know, I know when the pandemic first kicked off and so many, particularly African-Americans were, were impacted and, and it was said by some of the traditional medical uh, people that the purpose, I mean, the reason for that was because of the poor health and, and, and things of that nature. Can you share with us about how that, uh, the holistic health uh, process, if you will, probably could have maybe circumvented some of that? That's a good question because because um, we as holistic health professionals, we're, we're, we're not just looking at the four platforms of the body, which is individual. We're also looking at um, a community because community is part of that body or the body is part of that community, okay? So, you know, my motto is, you know, um, um, uh, health, health, health and wealth make strong communities. So what, what, you had, what you had happen in the pandemic issue was the fact that you've allowed a bug, the virus, you've allowed that bug to continue to procreate. And as that bug continues to procreate, it creates different variations of that bug, okay? Um, it's like the flu. Uh, people take flu shots. Now, I'm not in favor of a flu shot, and I'll tell you why I'm not. And it's a personal choice, of course. Um, you take a flu shot this year. This flu shot this year that you're taking is based on last year's bug, simply because they hadn't had enough time to get together a vaccine for this new strain that has come out. And it's a new strain of flu uh, influenza every year. So if I'm taking if I'm taking a vaccine for a flu virus that was last year's virus that only had one head, two wings, and four legs, this year's virus got two heads, four eight wings, and, and sixteen <laughs> legs. Okay. So the question is, is this is this virus really gonna take care of this doggone bug for next year? And Lord knows what the, and the next bug will look like the following year. So let's get back to the pandemic. So you, you, had, you had this super virus that, that, that popped out. Um, hold on just a second, gentlemen. Sorry about that. You had this super virus that popped out, and nobody jumped on how to subdue the virus. And the virus was allowed to create... Um, several different variations and and so when you have it when you have a pandemic like that and pandemic basically means that it's, it's worldwide um everybody's catching it because they're traveling and so forth and so on and they just did not jump on that on that disease quick enough to really subdue it like they should have and they they had the resources to do it uh it turned political is what happened in in my estimation PC, how does um? I mean, you 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 raise some interesting points. So I'm just worried. I'm just concerned or, or or curious. Maybe that's more the word I should use as to how in the holistic world you can better protect yourself from not just those pandemic type situations, but just on an everyday basis. Obviously, you know, 
we're older Americans and, and we, we um, need to make sure that our, you know, our health is, is, and our immune system is strong and strengthened. So from your perspective, what kind of things can we do to uh, strengthen our immune system from just everyday uh, type of disease and, and uh, viruses? That's an excellent question because um, in the holistic world, the holistic world is a little bit more preventative than, than, uh, than, uh, than, than Western medicine, okay? So when you think in terms of the preventative things, a um, certain amount of sleep is important. Um, there, 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 there are herbs, natural herbs, that you can take that prevents a lot of disease. Um, you know, the Bible says, you know, God knew you were before you were a frame. So in other words, not only did he know you, but he know what was going to affect you. And he, and he put that on the earth for your consumption. Okay. So, so you have, you have, um, you have grains that, that you eat that'll promote, um, um, uh, a healthy digestive tract. You've got, uh, herbs like garlic, um, what else? Ginger, uh, those, uh, help with inflammation. Garlic and honey are probably the most powerful antiviral and antibacterial elements on earth. So if we take these on a regular basis, which is not going to hurt us like medicine does, you know, if you take medicine that's prescribed to you and you don't take it exactly like they say you take it, you'll wind up with your head on the floor, you know, versus uh, taking garlic on a regular basis. Now, I take garlic on a regular basis black seed oil to control my blood pressure so that I don't have to take blood pressure medication. And why don't I want to take blood pressure medication? Because blood pressure medication, the way it's designed, it depletes your body of, um, of, um, of, uh, of some minerals that are key in vitamin absorption. So if the blood pressure meditation, uh, medication is taking away manganese, and magnesium out of your blood, okay? Your body cannot absorb vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C. Those are all crucial vitamins in terms of good health. And so and so, uh, herbal medication is good. Even the kind of music we listen to. Gary, you've been in the military. So you know when you hear that reveille, that reveille is in the key of C. That gets you, gets you going, you know what I mean? Um, when I mean in the key of A, when you listen to music in the key of C, that's very calming music. So there are a lot of things that you can apply on a regular and daily basis to keep us from 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 um, being attacked by disease, so to speak. Hi, this is Paul with the Crotchety Old Man. Hey, if you like what you're hearing from the Crotchety Old Man podcast, hit that subscribe or follow button on Google. Spotify, or iHeartRadio podcasts. You can also send us feedback or topics you would like to hear discussed. Send us your comments to info at thecrotchetyoldmenpodcast.com. Once again, that's info at thecrotchetyoldmenpodcast.com or visit our website at www.thecrotchetyoldmenpodcast for previous episodes. Interesting. You mentioned that you mentioned garlic, and um, 
and I'm listening to you, and hopefully, you know, I'm sure the listening audience is getting that nugget too. With garlic, one of the biggest pushbacks that I used to have about it is that it smells so bad. So <laughs> you know, that's the Allison. Uh, okay. Garlic has a chemical in it called Allison, and mm -hmm. Allison is the ingredient that makes gives garlic its superpowers. Now, sometimes you'll see or we've seen garlic on the shelves that are that are that don't have the smell to it. Mm -hmm. They've taken the Allison out that out that pill. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have the cape and tights that that the garlic has without the allicin and that's that's the key ingredient to the garlic onions have allicin in it you know if you notice if you put an onion in a refrigerator the next day that onion shriveled up it's dark and whatever it's absorbed everything uh disease wise or toxic wise it's in that refrigerator wow you know so you you know you don't want to you want to be careful about eating the onions and then putting part of it in the refrigerator and turning back and eating again. Matter of fact, if you take a bag, take an onion, a slice of onion, put it on your feet at night, and put that bag over it to center it, that that onion is gonna attract all the toxins in your body, and it'll be black when you wake up in the morning. It's not from dirt. No. <laughs> well, that's unless you took a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hey, let's 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 stay there for a minute because I think you you've uncovered some uh, some interesting things. Uh, so, for example, I mean, let's just stay on that onion, for example. So, okay. So, if you do that, um, is that something you would do on a regular basis, or is is that something, when I say do that, I mean to put it under your foot, put the bag under there? Because I'm trying to look at the the you know what's the ongoing effect. So, for example, if I do it on Monday. I do it Tuesday, Wednesday. So by Friday, would that no longer be black, or would it be black every day? That sucker be shriveled up. <laughs> I'm sorry, a new, a, a new, new onion, Paul. A oh, new a new onion. onion. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you take a new onion every day, say for instance, let's say for instance, and I've told my son this, you know, uh, the kids have the flu. Take an onion, cut it in half, and just set it in the room. It's gonna it's gonna pull in all the stuff that's in the room, including the flu. Hmm. You know, so so it's that's that's the power of the onion and the onion and the garlic are in the same family. They're cousins. They hmm. are cousins. So that Allison is key. So you know, people who don't like the um, the uh, smell of garlic, um, it is it's it's difficult to get around and you you kind of you kind of get rid of the medicinal properties of that garlic if you take the allicin which is that chemical that gives that garlic its superpowers interesting okay so let's let's switch back to the um, the blood pressure medication because i'm sure a lot of our listeners you know maybe doing you know taking blood pressure medication that's been prescribed by their local physician so um so is there a certain mixture of garlic and I'm sure you have to what add exercise to that and what else to uh, to get your blood pressure under control? What would what would you say to somebody that, uh, you know, has been having some concern about their blood pressure uh, as far as uh, maintaining it the holistic way? 
Well, the first thing that I would do is I would look at the blood pressure. You got you got two readings. You got a uh, you got a systolic, which is that top number, um, and then you have a diastolic, which is that bottom number. So now, if I have a re a certain reading, that reading is going to tell me if if the if some people have high blood pressure because their systolic is over one forty, and their diastolic could be in the normal range, you know, uh, below ninety. Okay, but if the systolic is high, that means that the systolic controls the blood being pumped from the heart. It takes that much pressure from the blood to be pumped from the heart down to your feet. The diastolic reading will tell you how much pressure it takes for that blood to return to the heart from the feet. So if I'm if I'm if I'm looking at a person who has a high diastolic but a regular um, a reading on the on the on the on the diastolic side, if they have a high systolic side then usually there's some function about the heart or what they're eating or whatever the case might be that may be making it difficult for that blood to be pumped out with that much pressure, okay? So so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at your diet. What are you eating? Are you eating fatty foods? Because certainly that will help to clog your, um, your, your veins and your arteries. And by clogging the veins and the arteries, you're making that hole that much smaller, and it takes that much more pressure for that blood to get through and down to your to your feet. Because that's a, that's pretty a long that's a good long way, you know, for blood to be traveling. The next thing I would do would be to, to look at your diet, see what you're eating. You can adjust your diet. Matter of fact, your your um your your refrigerator and your uh, your shelving in your kitchen is your best best way of of um, of uh of medicating yourself that's where your medicine should be in your kitchen and not in your in your bathroom you know um so those are the things that i would look at and then you mentioned something george that that i that i like what you said um um uh, people of color are 10 times more likely to have higher blood pressure and why is that well that's because our dna is different you know, we respond to food, we respond to nature, we respond to everything different um, than other people because of our DNA. And because of our DNA, we don't process foods in the same manner and form that other people process their food, okay? So that's why you have that high disparity. Gary and I were talking um, uh, some time ago about how we've started noticing you got you got dialysis uh, uh, joints in the black community, which you've never seen before. You know, if you had to get dialysis, you had to go way out in the suburbs to get it. Okay, well, what is that saying? Um, that's saying that there's a there's they're monetizing the 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 the, the disease frequency that we have for high blood pressure. And, and high blood pressure affects your kidneys. The function of the kidney is to control the water in your body. And when you have high blood pressure, then the kidney's thinking that whether you drink a lot of water or not, if you have high blood pressure, the, th the kidney is thinking that, oh, damn, um, 
uh, there's more water in here than the body needs. So what it does, it, it, it makes you pee. What does that do to the kidney? It creates a lot of stress on the kidney because the water's not there like the kidney would think it is simply because of the blood pressure. So you want to, um, you want to, uh, you, so, so because of the, the adverse effects and stress that is on placed on the kidneys because of the blood pressure and because we're 10 times more likely to have it. And it's not just due to diet either. A lot of times blood people suffer from blood pressure because of the stress that they intake and the lack of um, stress relievers. You know, exercise, uh, sex, good sex especially. Uh, all, of that, all, of that, all, of that, all of that helps relieve the stress because you put enough, a pipe or bust if you put enough pressure on it, you know what I mean? So, so you... You got to, you got to have you got to have those stress relievers, you know, in your in, throughout your day. So 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 they're monetizing they're monetizing the kidney business. The kidney business is the third highest organ that they make money off of. Heart heart's the first. It's a million dollars to get a heart. Liver's number two. Kidneys number three. So they're monetizing the kidney. You know, and if you don't want to be in one of those, those, uh, those, uh, those dialysis joints, you need to do whatever you need to do to keep your kidney in order. It's a very important organ. Man, this has been some. Uh, this has been a heck of a session. You know, um, all the information that we've uncovered uh, in just these few minutes has been very, very beneficial to me, and and I know it's been beneficial to our audience uh, because. Here again, like I started off saying that, you know, you can have all the money in the world, you know, but if you don't have your health, if you're not able to enjoy life as it was meant to be, enjoy your loved ones, you know, travel on vacation, play golf, do the type of things that, you know, you've worked so hard, you know, to get into retirement to do, you know, you, what do you really have? So it's very, very important that, you know, you if you like some of the stuff that you've heard, that you investigate it a little bit further, you know, that you find out, you know, what's in your kitchen that's harming you, that you find out that, you know, those days you're skipping exercise, you need to make that more of a priority because your health is so, so very, very valuable and so very important. Hey, True. Paul, I really appreciate all that information you provided today. So we're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to uh, Paul. Just got anything left to say or anything additional to say onto that? And then we're going to turn it over to Gary and, and uh, move on from there. All I can say is this left for me to say today is that um, um, a health, a healthy body and mind builds strong and healthy communities. Amen. 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 Well, you know, as we begin to wrap up here, I, I would say this. What I'm hearing is this, Paul. Your advice is early to bed, early to rise. Good sex and exercise. Hello. That's the key. <laughs> 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 